Welcome to Three to Thursdays, a Marvel Street podcast. We are pro. I've had heaps of coffee this morning, so we are so ready and primed on Thursday. Good week, eh, boys? Ah, oh, ripper week. So quick. So quick. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's Thursday. Comes around real quick. What have you been up to, Joe? Boy, hey, uh, I had a pretty good day yesterday. That was fun. Um, I saw you running around. Building grinders. Oh, that's right. You repaired a grinder. Refurb and uh, repaired couple of different grinders so one from doma needed the new we did that one together that was a new new display, display board, board and yep. um new birds that's pretty straightforward and quick and easy playing tech and then spray um, painting bolts or so yeah <laughs> the guys at kiosk newcastle beach their their grinder um broke down on them and so we pulled that pulled it entirely apart like full, just, of, full of salt water yeah it was a looked like it looked like it had been dropped in the ocean yeah that that puppy's a that it it gets a hard life there <laughs> like I think. just fell off his seat <laughs> <laughs> that grinder's had a hard life but um it's gonna look really good it's got a, a be, full it'll, it'll full refurb fun. and it'll work really nicely yeah. but um yeah those guys um tough conditions there right on the beach beautiful conditions to look at yeah great conditions to look at difficult if you're a surfer and difficult if you're a grinder because if it's cranking you want to be out there and if you're a grinder you're just getting a bit damp <laughs> full of salt water yeah but uh yeah so that was fun that was a bit of a change up from my day and otherwise just uh ticking through the usual week yep uh mikey M- mikey was busy yeah you had mm. a big day yesterday thanks for all those cuppings mm. oh so good bro came in made coffee you did? Made lots of coffee, made espressos, made baby chinos. Baby chinos, yeah. Um, roasted coffee, as per usual, on a Wednesday. And then, yeah, we set up a uh, really big cupping um, with some coffees from Ecuador, which were tasting really awesome. Yeah, I haven't drunk re- a lot of coffee from Ecuador before, but they were so clean and so... Citric. Citric and sparkling and, yeah. Beautiful mm. coffee. Stunning. Mm. Beautiful coffee. Great region. And um, what else was on the table? Centrals, Centrals yeah. El Sal, Guatemala, Nic- Nicaragua, and and then we finished off with uh, four lots from the producer Louis Edier, which um, we've purchased his whole harvest uh, in conjunction with Madcap Coffee Roasters in the states <coughs> in America. Yeah, so we just we we're just trying to get our heads around how to release them. That was that was a really good table, by the way. It like, was big. It yeah. was like it was awesome. Was that one of the best 14. tables? Fourteen coffees or something yeah 28 bowls Def- yeah, definitely bowl. one of the best cool. tables i mean and also like a lot of double, double a coffees are like middle of the range coffee not like the, not the best coffee in the world but not the not the worst coffee in the world like, like just 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 good coffee yeah mm. that uh the first i think it was like the first bowl ecuador ecuador double a mm. it, was, it was really good yeah yeah beautiful hot wasn't it yeah super, and that like guatemalan i wouldn't have i wouldn't have if that was a blind i wouldn't wouldn't have thought that was double A. Yeah, definitely going to be a good, good season for Central. So they should be coming in now. Like they're Some coming Ecuador's in. So, here. so they were all pre-ships, right, Mike? Yes, most. All pre-shipment samples. Yeah. And so they're, they're actual green beans sort of... Being processed. On the way. Yeah. Oh, pre-ship. Oh, yeah. Pre-ship. Pre-ship. Pre-ship is pre-shipping. Mm. Do we want it? 
Do you want to buy the coffee? Well, here is the sample. Would you like it? Can yes. We, okay, ship it. Can That's we put it on a boat for you? <laughs> it's pre shipped. <laughs> ship samples are, this is what's coming. You're Land. getting yeah, it. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> you bought samples. this sucker. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they were, I think they were pre-shipped samples, but um, are they bringing, they're coming in anyway. So oh, we've, yeah, we've, right. got, okay. we've, got, yep. we've got first dips. Okay. Uh, Sweet. Cool. They were good. Yeah, it was a, it was a big day. So and uh, Lewis. A lot of coffee. Eddie Air. Yeah. That was... Um, yeah, awesome coffees, really, really tasty, hey? Yeah, so that's um, a, there's a mix of like, there's a l- four lots, one's Katura, one's Bobon, two lots, of, a mix of Katura and Bobon. Mm. Um, different picking types. Yeah, different, all pretty much the same drying and processing and fermentation. Nothing's different there. The only difference is Did you, did you reckon ways. there was a big difference between the coffees? Yeah, I noticed the biggest difference was anything, not that I'm saying you can taste varietal, but... The the two lots that were Bourbon and Katura the blended, tasted, the blended more, lots. Si- tasted far more similar than yeah. the, the Bourbon or the Katura. Yeah. You, uh, I think you could definitely pick the four there of them. There was more body and more balance in those. And yeah, like, there is an... Um, there was different differentiation between yeah. the four coffees, right? I, th- I think armed uh, with the knowledge that you had um, one Bourbon... One straight straight up Bourbon, one straight up Katura, and two blends of those two. You could probably have yeah. picked the the three different types. But if it was blind, you wouldn't be able to say, "Oh, that's a single variety." No, 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 no. You wouldn't have been able to sort those varietals out yeah. straight off the bat. Oh, that's a Bourbon. Like mm. it's not like that, but you could tell. Yeah. Um, but they were all really beautiful. Uh, yeah, just subtle differences. Some were obviously more chocolatey, more boozy. Some are more citric and, and bright and open and we're just trying to figure out a way to release them in a in a fun way and in a way that represents our relationship with yeah, our, that, at the beginning of a relationship with Lewis so, I think that's the challenge how do we release the coffees and communicate what we're actually doing yeah you know and I think not that, just, that, that, that's our challenge not how, just do the, the the coffee justice <clears throat> but yeah, we're thinking about lot numbers, like giving them more different numbers, one of one, one of four, two of four, three or four. Mm. Uh, but it's a bit more than that as well. Um, uh, but yeah, maybe roasting all four at once and doing a little slide, a slider. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe. But, um, what did you do yesterday, Nico? Well, you know, we're building a house. So I've spent a bit of time on that with Linda. Yeah. Um, um, That'd just be plain sailing, right? <laughs> yeah, so it, easy as sign the quote, and away they go. Um, worked on worked on accounts, worked on cash flow. Um, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Cup with you. Um, spoke to Mario from Ham. He's cool. The opening new place and nice. Um, uh, who else did I speak Whereabouts? To? Whereabouts? I don't even know if it's public knowledge. Oh, okay. I'll just leave it at that. Ooh. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty soon, so it's opening a place in conjunction with a friend and uh, on the Kingsway. Um, but yeah, I think we'd be guesting there. Um, um, made a few phone calls around to some of our accounts. Said g'day. Um... Yeah, the highlight for me really was the cupping. The, that was I put so much effort into that. Yeah, you know when like everyone's silent for the first half an hour, 
mm-hmm. pretty much, or first 25 minutes or so, you know it's a good table. Yeah. And it just, it needed concentration. It was, yeah, yeah. you had to be on it for that. It wasn't straightforward. So Mark Howard, if you're listening, are you going to get the feedback before you use yes. this probably? Mark Howard, Caravella. Nice. Thank I, you. I, Thanks. I, I, I read some of the Caravella um, um, white papers about environmental impacts. Read those. They were, they were quite interesting. Mm, cool. They did like a carbon emissions um, uh, analysis on their company, you know, including their staff driving to work and oh, yeah, right. what, what the costs were and the carbon. It's pretty intense. Yeah, right. Um, a lot of numbers, but I couldn't get much out of it, you know, as far as. Carbon, right? Imagine trying yeah. to wrangle all the, that data. I know. Drive your car. I tell you what, looking at um, those photos that came through from, uh, was that Louis Edier? Mm, yeah. Like, dude, there ain't no carbon being spent harvesting <laughs> harvesting that coffee. No. See, wow. Yeah. It'd be hard enough to walk on those hills, let alone pick I, coffee or. I, I, wondered if the, I wondered if the photos were actually like in the right. Like, um, perspective. Perspective is. I was like, the hill was just so. What did you state. do to that camera? But then, when you look at the trees, they were going up and down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. The trees weren't growing out sideways. So, yeah, dude, that's some seriously steep terrain. No yeah. wonder. And it's a, a, all handpicked. Like, you know, yeah. No machinery two, two going. Two thousand meters. Yeah. You could, you could do an ultra there and pick coffee at the same time for endurance training. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> up and down the aisles come back up and down the rows seriously fit yeah that would be good well we'll, we'll fly over to uh, Origin and get that done yeah yeah sweet oh well, that's yeah, good it's been a, a solid week and we we also cupped uh, Ethiopians this morning which was a really really welcome uh, taste experience just to like that first bit of water hitting them in the cupping and just smelling it going oh it's been like what eight months or something six months since we've been brewing them yeah six months probably yeah, yeah six months just before christmas sort of thing yes um <clears throat> and yeah it was nice probably three out of three out of six were good yeah three out of six yeah really really, nice. really tasty yep it's um are awesome. we talking about Ethiopia? Yeah. yeah. Awesome to see that region coming back into season. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to like roast those ourselves. Yeah. Mm. That was sick. And get yeah. more and more of them. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about a bit of, maybe give a bit of home brewing advice today. Um, I think we've had a, f- a few questions. One from your, yeah, my your brother-in-law. My brother-in-law quite a while ago sent, send in a question and um want just was sort of wanted some general home brewing advice and then got a sms from a retail customer yesterday i think it was to you nico is that right and um that was andy andrew patterson is that yeah is that the one yeah andrew's like andrew patterson's like my stepdad's he's a relative nephew yes yes but he's a retail customer yeah yeah he pays and orders coffee. Yeah, and he loves it. Yeah, and, and he, got, he got, a, got a great text message. Like I think he ordered he ordered on Tuesday. We shipped it, and he got it Wednesday. Yeah, and he was stoked. And he's going camping, so we and we sent him two fifty. Yeah, we just happened to have <coughs> have two two feet 
two different dates of 250s one that was like too fresh to use and one that was ready to use so i thought oh that's perfect i'll send him that instead hey, of the it, kilo he stoked because he, he, he keeps it fresh it just worked yeah so um yeah our uh, I'm, kindred I'm, minds you know <laughs> I, I get really excited when all our friends get online and buy our coffee yeah like Stuart patterson andrew patterson you know kelsey and andrew crawley yeah you know, they all get online and buy adam yeah you know um you know and it's pretty cool eh? you yeah. see all the orders coming in my family your family yeah is your family buying it no we're gonna get that sorted mm. i actually <laughs> i sent some actually sent some coffee to my um to, to, my to, brother we sent some to tom trezise actually yeah yeah <laughs> but i spent some sent some to barcelona oh really today. yeah just as a present to my brother sick um so I don't know if it's arrived yet or not. I'm sure that'll take a little while. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, th- I think home brewing is really, imp- you know, it's, it's the next, it's the final frontier, right? You know, it's like, people, like ev- everyone makes coffee at home. And there's definitely like, there's, there's a reason why people go to cafes as well. Cause generally they can get a better latte or a better coffee at a cafe than they can do at home. But I think um, that's changing. Mm. Yeah. I, you know, I always wanted to own like a little GS3 or, and, and have like this epic little setup set up at home and then i discovered filter coffee and home brewing filter coffee yeah i don't want any of that convoluted stuff cluttering up my bench you you, you don't need a high powered coffee machine on your bench at home no it's or, just you know, a, a, or, or a high powered grinder like I, I love to go to a cafe for an espresso or a soy flatty mm. And I love to drink a liter of batchy at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's where it's at. Like, you know, I think grinders have come such a long way. Home grinders have come such a long way, uh, especially with the Baratza series of grinders, like the 270. Yeah, that's Baratza Sete 270, yeah. which yeah. is we, on our website. Yeah, we sell that. <laughs> Gratuitous yeah. plug. Yeah. We're not, all, we're, not, we're not sponsored by them. We buy them. We just use them. So. Yeah. Every, we use them Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Joe used it. A little more than that because I think Nat drinks coffee. Yeah, Nat, Nat puts ours, she makes two coffees a, a day. <laughs> two aeropresses a day for Nat. Um, makes, it, makes it at home. Yeah. yeah well, you know, you can get like, uh, uh, and this, this is the first time, like, so we've had the set days, what, six months? Maybe? Yeah, I think, I think we sold the first one oh, in July. You, yeah, right. So a bit more. Uh, and it's the first time that I've been able to produce coffee at home that's, that can be better than what I get from the cafe. Yeah. You know, like, like you can get a great cup at a cafe through an EK, through, through, their, through their equipment. But if you get it right through the 270, like the Sete, it can be better. Yeah. And it's, that's, you know, whereas the old Bratza grinders that we had, you know, it, it was very rare that we would get great coffee, oh, better than cafe coffee. But this is it. This is the beginning of the, you know, you know, awesome coffee at home yeah it's starting mm. so home brewing step one get a good grinder oh and, and absolutely a, and when i say a good grinder like set the barazza said hey 270 my mom my mom is just super stoked on i sent i gave her a barazza and oh she paid for it because she insisted but i gave it to her and then she paid for it <laughs> yeah. but uh, but she's super stoked like you know makes plunger coffee at home just plunger coffee and yeah. uh absolutely loves you know, using that grinder and and making coffee at home and, and and drinks it and prefers it yeah and you know put your money there rather than into fancy brewing equipment because you'll get 
better results. Like your extraction is almost always a function of the grinder rather than the the obviously the process and the other equipment's important, but the the grinder's the first determining factor of the extraction mm-hmm. you'll get, right? Yeah, step one, good coffee. And yeah. and if you want, <laughs> step two, <laughs> good grinder. Thanks, step, Mike. Yeah. Step one, good grinder. Step one, good, good coffee. coffee. Step yeah. two, good grinder. Yeah. Step, step three, good water. Ah, clean water. Ooh, water. Good one. So so just I think step one for for water, just filtered water is good, not bottled water. No. Filtered town water, take the chlorine out. That's step one for water. If you want to go to the next step, you could build your own water. If you want to get techie. Yeah, there's um, some cool info out there yeah, about that. But, you know, just filtered water is good. Like that, that'll just work. Yeah. You know, um, unless, unless you're in, like, say, somewhere like Geelong, where my brother-in-law lives, where water hardness is, like, in the 20s. Super soft. Super soft. Very so, hard to So to extraction's extract. really tricky, especially with a light roast like Marvel Street. Like, yeah. extraction down in Geelong is, is pretty tricky. So, you and know. Water's too soft. Yeah. So, but that's easily fixed. You just put some, just Epsom put some salts, Epsom salts and, some, and some. You just put calcium carbonate yeah, or, or um, just a pinch or bicarb. Yeah, just a pinch a in the water. Bit. Yeah, There's yeah. recipes out there. But. Bit, bit, a pinch of bicarb, pinch of. I mean, you can make like a little a little pump pack, little spray, yeah. little spray packs. And you pour the water in. If it's, if you're living somewhere, like Melbourne, it's got soft water as well, right? Mm. You just probably yeah. You just, yeah, it does like thirty parts. Yeah, right. I remember, yeah. I remember going up, setting up pardon with um. Um, with Courtney, and I couldn't believe the water was like thirty parts. Yeah, right. it was super soft. I wasn't getting extraction, not mm. like what I was used to. And they had like a softening filter back then as well. So it's like because <laughs> everyone, everyone uses softening filters, right? It's like the Brita One Fifty softening filter. But you know, if you're in that environment, you can just make the little little spray packs up and put you know Epsom salts in one, diluted in water, and sodium bicarbonate in in another, and a couple of sprays each in the yeah. water and that's good enough Way that'll work go. that'll work mm. yeah so water yep good water um, then I think the next step is brew method like totally. after that if you just want to be make sure the coffee always tastes good use a plunger and aeropress aeropress yeah. that, that's that's one way of guaranteeing the coffee is always going to be consistent full immersion brewing just removes it yeah. kind of removes um, sort of human inconsistencies yeah like it, it, you know, it, it's a or, magnitude of ease extra like it, you know it's like so much easier this is one part of the brew method that is eliminated and that's the that's the, the water dripping the water the flow yeah water, water flow yeah you take flow that out rate. take that out out and you you know it's just literally coffee and water if you're doing pour overs like your flow rate has a big impact on the extraction and you're a human and (laughs) no matter how practiced you are your flow rate's going to vary yes um, i wanted to make you guys a really nice coffee this morning and mm -hmm. i was thinking how can i make you guys a really nice coffee and i was like oh i'll make them aeropresses no i'll make them v60s no i'll just use the mocha master <laughs> yeah, and that, that's probably like if no, you, that was the second batch, right? Because the first batch was under extract, and the second batch was you know spot yeah, on. Right. Yeah, right. So yeah, plunger, aeropress, they're both awesome, and then batchy, right? Yep, batch brewed coffee is easy. I mean, you know, I think I haven't made coffee any other way since I got mine. Yeah, at home. Partly because my 
my son Arlo loves playing with my AeroPress and he lobbed it across the room and somehow broke it. Oh, cracked it. Really? It was an old one. It's like one of the it's like five years old, so one of the cl- one of the clear ones. No, before. just after that. Just uh, when they went dark. Yeah, right. But uh Yeah. Um so I've got, you're, you're, I've got a I've got a Baratza. We've yeah. all got Baratzas and I've got a um a Baymore brazen brewer. It's like a flat bottomed thing, flat bottom bed. Not like the Mocha Master, which is cone. Um, it looks like a spaceship. Spaceship, man. It looks like a, <laughs> it's ugly. It looks sorry. like a pressure cooker. Sorry, Baymore, but um, I've got one too. And ugly as hell. I love the coffee out of it, mm. but I, I wish I could put it in a cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I still got a Mocha Master. It's like my aesthetics is like, oh, I just if I get a look at it, I don't want to look at. It looks like R two D two. Actually, R two D is quite cool. Maybe you should do that. Like, put like a checkered strap around it. Yeah, we'll marvelize the uh, marvelize <laughs> uh, the brazen. So, um, so, but do, do we sell those on our website? The brazen yeah, brawls? yeah, so the brazen uh, brawls. So they're, so they're super, like they're very affordable. Oh. They're like what one? They, I think. Well, let's. We should talk retail, yes. but retail. I think they're like two thirty or two forty, two fifty, something like yeah. that. Like they're not not expensive. No, that's like half the price of a mocha master. The mocha masters are expensive. They're four seventy nine, yeah. but they're beautiful. Yes, they're yeah. beautiful looking, and they they don't break. There's no electronics other no. than an element. Whereas yeah. the Bra- the Baymore Brewer has electronics, digital, but, but yeah. they are they have a level of complexity that the that the that the um, yeah you can the I mocha masters you can you can adjust the pulses and you, you can say brew this coffee at this time. There's a delay yeah. time. If, if you want to get a bit geeky on it, you can yeah. you can do a few things like. I wouldn't use the delay because then you're not grinding to order and and your coffee your ground coffee sits there for a bit. But but you can use the pre wet function for a um, well, maybe, for a bloom. Maybe, maybe you could use the delay timer if you're using super fresh coffee. Like yeah. brew, brew this in ten, 10 minutes. Laurie, <laughs> Laurie did that. Yeah, right. he, uh, when I was in Sydney, he said he's trying to make his his open sequence in the morning really efficient and really quick and you know more focus on yeah everything else and he put water in the night before put coffee in the night before and brewed it just as an experiment and then brewed a batch on straight after the next morning ground fresh and was trying to taste them and he reckons he couldn't taste a whole lot of difference yeah he told me that as well mm. did he wet the paper filter as well don't know i don't think so yeah don't know you wouldn't think so because it'd just sit there getting wet all night I have mine coffee. all set to go, so I think I think I think we, I think we can grind the coffee fresh. Yeah, yeah. I, I would recommend that. <laughs> yeah, I've not tasted this. But do you remember that when we first got the brazens, we brewed one on the mocha master, one on the brazen. Yeah, yeah, both and same grind setting and same grind, exactly the same extraction percentage. Like 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 to the like zero 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 taste. Yeah, yeah. and the taste was very similar. Like yes. there was like. I think the Mocha Master clearly won that day. I, the only thing see, we I, thought I still we, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we thought we could taste was like maybe some residual you know, manufacturing like, taste in the brazen because it was brand new. It was, it was like, straight out of the box. Yeah, and yeah. it had that funky smell. Oh, that's that, what it was. That yeah. smell's gone. Yeah, yeah. Long China. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Off gas. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but having a, a one liter batch brewed at home is so good, especially in a thermal carafe. Mm. You know. You have a cup or two, mm. and then go and out and mow the, go out and mow the lawn. Come <laughs> back in totally. And if you've got and, uh, guests, yeah, totally. Or oh. or you take like if I go surfing in the morning, I will take a leader with me and 
go surfing yeah and then shout my mates some coffee and like, it's so good like you know and it's it's just coffee and water there's yeah. no takeaway containers it's like, good for the environment yeah you you might feel really like like you want to show off your amazing coffee machine when all your guests come over but they just want to hang out with you yeah. and, and if you can put a battery on and go here have this and it tastes amazing they're going to be far more impressed than watching you with portafilters and 10 shots in running out of coffee trying to dial in, yeah. trying to dial in your espresso yeah that's all right so yeah I, I think we all agreed that espresso we'll just leave that for the at this point in time unless you want to spend you know big money i think we can leave that for the cafes and batch brews or or um aero presses or aero presses or plungers at home stovetop people are doing stovetops at home still but you know i just you know i haven't made a stove you know in i'm years, I, I, just like I, I was giving someone uh, someone was asking how do you do good stovetop and so you've so so got to weigh the water on the coffee right well you you got to weigh the water you got to weigh the coffee the consensus and i'm really excited to give this a go because i used to love the old mocha pot but yep. um so the consensus is use hot water to minimize contact time yep so that the you know the water passes through real quick um because that's one of the inherent problems you end up with really long contact times and so therefore you get over extraction easily yeah and um and as soon as it finishes the as soon as it starts the, bubbling pull, the it ver- off. pull it off and quench it so it doesn't continue to extract. Uh, you stick right. the, the water the, chamber in some cold water. Correct, right? yeah. Don't put the espresso yeah. in cold water. No, no, just yeah. quench, the <laughs> quench the base of the unit that's, that's been just, in contact with that's heat. That's why I, I never got into it massively because it was just this risk of getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like... Dangerous gonna, sport. Yeah. Stovetop, I mean, and then cleaning right. up was a pain. Yeah, it was but always I, messy. Maybe I, I might take some DG home and see if I can bust oh. out the old mocha pot over the weekend and brew a couple of tasty batches. Yeah, well, I think if you just you just got to balance the flavour, right? Yeah, like make a few and see what it tastes like. I'll let you know next week. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so you can buy a grinder and a, a, a brazen brewer off our website. And some tasty coffee. So home brewing. So home brewing. It's where it's at. Like you know, right now. I think. I think. Um, I kind of think it's when people talk about the waves of coffee. It's like the fourth wave, really. Like home brewing. Maybe home that's brewing. it. Especially coffee is spring. Especially coffee to the, the home. home is that's it. Yeah. So how does how can we let's talk quickly about dialing in your home brew? It's pretty straightforward, right? Like, Mike, this is to Mike. This is Mike's question. Yeah. Well, start with. This, I guess, a standard brewing ratio with filter coffee is 60 grams of coffee, ground coffee per liter of water. Mm. And you can use that for your filter if you're doing... Do you use 60 grams at home? Yep. I do 60 grams one liter. Your grinder must be better than mine. (laughs) I do... What do you do? Seven. 70. Seven grams. Per liter. Per liter. Just to get that. Seven grams per per hundred. hundred. Right. Sorry, 70 grams per hundred. Seven, <laughs> <laughs> seven grams per hundred mils of water and 70 per liter correct i just find to get that strength up to get that 1.5 percent strength 1.6 1.5 yeah, i wouldn't say mine's any lower than you know one point you know it's definitely it's like in the 1.35 to 1.45 range for yeah. sure yep. it's like drinking strength yep <clears throat> um so yeah 60 to 70 grams per liter Yep. Obviously, in depending range. on your water and and that's personal preference, right? Yeah. yeah um, so a bit more coffee will get adds will add strength. Yep. 
so the like next bit what, less coffee will, will will dilute it a little bit but use the same amount every time yeah, yeah don't 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 change that. that like choose an amount that tastes good to you <laughs> and stick to it and uh and weigh your water yeah so weigh your water uh, uh, one liter of water thousand grams of water um the only thing you really want to change is the contact time i mean if you're having a Issues where you're doing a pour over and it's overflowing or it's just stalling, you're going to have to change your grind setting. Yeah, but if it jams up. If you're doing AeroPress, pick like a medium, like a, a table salt consistency in your grind um, and just taste it. If it's tasting sour and weak, it's under-extracted. So brew it longer, add 30 seconds. So it's a, uh, bit, a bit finer on the grind. Or just leave it and brew oh, it longer. Brew it longer. All oh, right, yes, yes. Yeah. Or, yeah, you can go either way, but um, I would say don't change your dose. No, you keep your dose and your water the same. Yeah. Yep. And, and then, then get, get, get it tasting right. Yeah. And then if you want to add strength after it's tasting right, yeah, so then you, add more coffee. You can totally change your grind setting. You can totally change the contact time, the brewing time, yep. but don't change both of them at the same time. Yeah. Totally. Mm. Just change one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and if it's bitter, then it's the contact time's too high, so it's... So, you know, generally you get better, more even extraction with a finer grind setting. Yes. So, yes. You want to grind as fine as possible functionally Hmm. within function. Yeah. There's a point with a, with a, with an AeroPress where you just won't be able to press it down or you'll pop it open or smash your cup. So you can't go to (laughs) push it, push it through the bench. I've done that. (laughs) Broken a cup. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And then there's probably... You've got a, leverage. <laughs> there's a point with French press where you're probably going to just end up with heaps of silt and, or yes. crap in your cup. So yes. you can't go too far. Too many fines. But definitely as fine as you can go without ruining the, the, the experience. Yeah. And then, and then just play with your, play with your time, mm. basically. But, you know, full immersion, whether it's, whether it's um, French press or AeroPress, really is the easy way. Oh. Yeah, so easy. efficient at home. And yeah. AeroPress is awesome. Like I think every coffee fan should own an AeroPress. Because that's not even a home brewer. That's an everywhere. That's brewer. it. Yeah, it's like a camping brewer. It's like it's an airplane it, brewer. Totally. Like I've I've made. <laughs> I remember driving home from the snow, and uh, needing a coffee at like eleven o'clock at night, and the only place that was open was Oliver's. Oh, uh, yeah. you would would you like beans with that? Um, <laughs> and and I so I got like a cup of hot water and I went outside and on the boot bonnet or boot of my car it's like pour the you know grind the coffee pour the hot water in press the plunger and, and there's a coffee there's a coffee it was a little bit under extracted because by the time I got the hot water out to the car it was probably only seventy five degrees or eighty <laughs> degrees but it was a lot better than I was going to get from them yeah. so. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, AeroPress all the way. So the basics the basics would be like an AeroPress, a sete grinder, mm-hmm. and some good water. I mean if that's that's as that's as minimalist as you can go. And mm-hmm. actually a hand grinder is okay in that case. You can do a hand grinder. Oh, if you're just brewing a, a single Paulex grinder and yeah. a and an AeroPress and some really good water is better than you know, bad water and a great grinder and bad coffee. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, so like good coffee, good water, primarily, and grinder. Like those are the three things. And then the next step is an AeroPress. And then if you want to spend a bit more money after that, you know, Mocha Master or Brazen Brewer. Yeah. 
you know, <clears throat> I think that's definitely the way to go. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I looked at some of those kettles online, like pouring kettles, man, they're like $150, $200, just buy a brazen brewer. Totally. 250 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Done. All available on marvelstreet.com. <laughs> um, perils of being a barista is like one of our topics. Oh, yeah, it's been a. Um, I think being a barista is like a hazardous sport. Yeah, it's been a hot topic this week or the last two weeks. Um, just because we've we've hired Gabe and he's one of the local baristas in town, and and I've well, yeah, I, I I've been a barista since before he, working here. Um, you were a barista for a long time, like five years, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And I've been here for a year now, and oh yeah, and just I, seeing, I was supposed to say last week, like you've been here a year. Yeah, congratulations! Thanks April. so much. Yeah. It was like awesome. the first of April was that I've been meaning to like give you a present. I started on April Fool's Day, didn't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, thank you, thank you. It's been so good. Best thing since sliced bread. No? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get that far. Mike oh, Tyson. Sliced bread's pretty good. Um. Yeah, so in that year, definitely there's been a big transition and now welcoming Gabe to the team, I can see exactly the same things he's going through that I went through shifting environments, you know, going from a an environment where you have to do something every 30 seconds or if there's a, a gap in in time, you there's a million things. Gap you could, in service. Yeah, that you can do something there and and you want to fit as much into those little moments as possible but behind a bar those moments are precious you're praised Mm. for multitasking drying drying cups restocking filling the hopper yeah steaming the table writing on lids with the other hand yeah you know like all Mm. that and and that multitasking becomes addictive doesn't it yeah yeah Mm. and and layering thoughts on thoughts and thoughts and then you just uh, and laying coffee on coffee yeah on coffee. well all of this while you're consuming every spare shot that comes out of that spout right yeah. <laughs> so i think it's a it's a it's a pretty gnarly transition coming into a roastery where you need to be really um deliberate and mindful of what you're doing and and you just it, that sort of pace does not work here yeah does not work unless you're doing everything Unless it's a roastery where you're roasting and bagging, and then you've just got to do that, but we yeah. don't do that here. So, yeah, um, he's definitely it's like he's just jumped off an escalator, yeah. a really fast escalator, and it's a stationary ground. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, you know, I think it's like hazardous, like if you're like trying to do that many things at once, especially behind the coffee roaster. Like, oh. it's so dangerous. Like, mm. you know, oh. that thing's bloody hot. Yeah. And those beans are cooking at 250 mm. degrees, 200 and something <laughs> degrees, not 50. But, um, uh, yeah, and I think, you know, I think we realized that being a barista, firstly, number one, isn't for everyone. And number two, it's such a specialized job. You know, there's not many jobs where you are expected to multitask on that level. And then coming out of that job, like, I've seen you just focus on one job at a time be mindful and you're achieving so much yeah uh been a year you've come so far it's thank awesome. you <laughs> it's awesome. i've definitely noticed like just just that just the the necessity to focus on one thing and and just i've noticed that every time i don't do that then i make a mistake yeah. or i forget something yep 
So yeah, it's. I think just Gabe Gabe joining the team has reinforced the fact that there is a definite um, danger to to being a barista, and, and I think it also relates to mental health as well. Like I think it's a to to work five days a week as a barista, or sometimes six or seven for some people, and then hit the weekend. That's hard. Like you just totally. It's yeah. a weird. Burn, thing. I think burnout's quite high. In, yeah, in, you know that's why barista turnover is so high as well right mm. yeah. and, I, and i actually advise a lot of our cafe owners like who have got haven't got you know good barista retention it's like well look at your shifts if you've got the head barista doing six days ten six days ten hours a day like that's why yeah you know like and uh when we had bailey i used to it was four days you know max four days behind the machine yeah consecutive days like you're not doing more than four you know, and sometimes the boys would swap shifts or do something and then they'd do five. And I'm like, well, you're not happy today because this is your fifth day. So you're into like 50 hours of behind this coffee machine, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we used to be really strict on it. It's like four days max. And then try and split up those shifts as well. Um, uh, get some time on the floor. Totally. If you're just spinning milk for 10 hours, <laughs> oh, I, I have this specific memory of when I worked in Tasmania. At Pilgrim Coffee, we just had this, like, every day was pretty busy there, really busy. Um, but there was this one weekend that was like a public holiday or something special in town, and I was just on milk for 10 hours. And I remember getting home and just hitting the bed and just, like, lying down and resting. And every time I closed my eyes, all I could see was a jug. The vortex. <laughs> all I could see, and I just couldn't get out of my mind. Or you have those moments where you're staring at the milk jug and you're actually at the cafe and your eyes just f- fuzz out and go blurry. Because <laughs> they're, spin- they're spinning with the milk. Yeah. <laughs> I think back to it now, like, wow, like, it is dangerous. It is dangerous. It's awesome right in the moment as well, you know, but, um, but I think, you know, to be intentional behind the espresso machine is difficult, you know, mm. and, um, and, you know, getting out of that 30-second interval is, is difficult. Mm. Uh, Gabe's doing a good job though he's slowing down yeah you know yeah um, but uh, yeah so if you think about being a barista just understand that uh, it's an awesome job it is it is it, an it, awesome and, job and it's, it's an awesome way to learn coffee but also that you know um, be, you know be kind to yourself mm. yeah uh, coffee menu coffee mm. menu we've got a small menu this week everybody um, we're not going to release anything this week because um, we're going to we want a little little more time up our sleeves to figure out what we want to do with the coffees from Louis Edier. So uh, this week, the the filter coffee menu is uh, Eliberto's um, Tapiero, um, Ir Alfonso Quintero, which is pretty limited. We've only got about 30 kilos of roasted coffee wow. available of that. Wow. Uh, and then Pedro Trujillo, which is what we're drinking right now. Have we got enough of that? Awesome. Yeah, we've got heaps. Good. Good and um, and then and next week we'll, next week we'll add a coffee to this to this maybe to two this, maybe maybe two. three maybe four maybe four Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Mikey <laughs> laying them down laying them down and yeah the espresso menu is mirrored so a little menu for this this week guys three but, um, co- three coffees either side but hey for, daily for grind. good reason daily yes exactly uh, daily grind is pumping by the way Matumbo eighty percent Pinas Blancas twenty percent twenty percent. Thunderbird. Joe. Uh, Thunderbird. Andino, 75%. Uh, 
Nicaragua. And La Roca, 25%. Cool. So and, oh, I think you know, I had each side of uh, a shot just then. I had like a milk shot and a black shot. Of daily. Grind. Man, it's amazing. Yeah. Right now. It's just been... Yeah. The Matambo is something else. Singing. Yeah. That, um, uh, that soy flatty that you made me, Mike. Delicious, man. Yeah. It's so funny. I was going in about two mouthfuls. It's kind oh, of, dude, it, I used to pay out so hard on uh, soy milk drinkers. It's like... And it's well, milk, but it's like, if you're drinking cow's milk right now, I think you're getting paid out on. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's... Um, black coffee's... The black coffee's really amazing at the moment as well, so... Um, cool. Yeah. We'll be hitting you with some... Yeah, those new coffees next week, and um, maybe... And our first Kenyan's about oh, three weeks away, I reckon, from getting here. The Kenyan? To, yeah. Matwe Wathi? Uh, no, the... Um, oh. From um, uh, Dormans. Yes. 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 More to come on the Kenyan. There's so much and good Central coffee Rolls. just around the corner. Yeah. And there's, yeah. Yeah, there's so much good coffee here, here. right now. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Um, well, so yeah, uh, and... Um, and can I say, our roastery is really coming along. Yes. If you're in Byron... Come check us out. We're we're working hard. It's a little bit of a side out there at the moment as Gabe gets stuff done, but it's Change, changing up all the all yeah. the shelving. It's starting to look really good. Yeah, and I got to say, uh, the 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 bonus side to your uh, house building stress is that we've got a lot of your lounge room here at the moment, which is <laughs> awesome. We've got some comfy chairs and tables and fridge yeah, I, and washer. And I moved I moved all my furniture into the restroom. Really nice. It's like actually nice to have an office yeah. that is decked out. I wonder if you guys notice the sounds better. Like, there's a lot more stuff in this room now. So, so but also you also can come and hang out, come yeah. and, come and do that. And Luke Barrett's interview last week was great. So, yeah. if you're listening to this and you haven't heard Luke, Luke Barrett's that's number twenty-two, yeah, um, that was really fun. Thanks, Luke, for coming and joining us. Yeah, <laughs> legend. Great. Heaps of fun with that one. Yep. Yeah, and uh, if you do come visit us and come hang out on the sofa and drink a coffee. You'll, uh, you'll you'll see Nico's home too. He, he's got a, a a six birther parked straight out the front. He can take his home wherever he likes for the next six months. That's been he... interesting. I've, I've got to figure out how to make coffee there. Yeah, mm. in my motorhome. Well, we just listened to the start of this podcast, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the whole boiling water and motorhomes thing that you know, uh, with a young kid that I'm scared of, right? On the engine, yeah. Just. Just bolt down a batch brewer. Yeah, right. Screw a batchy to the put floor, ke- to the to the table bench. Put a kettle on the engine. Yeah, it's on. And I've been seriously considering cold brew so I don't burn anyone. Mm. You know, it's just you know. But anyway, we will work it out. Yeah. Um, thanks and so much be, for listening. We'll, we'll do an, a motorhome brew method instructional. Yes. Let's let's do out. a YouTube. I've been watching so much YouTube on like building four-wheel drives and kitting out my... my How was my, your four-wheel drive last week, trip last weekend? Did you blow up your suspension in yeah, your car? Yeah, I blew my suspension apart, but my tr- my truck. I got a collapsed <laughs> truck. My, my, my four-wheel drive looks so sick now. I lifted it and um, to replace Joe, it. Joe went four-wheel driving last week, everyone, and in the first five minutes blew up his suspension on his car. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, tackled some terrain that my old four-wheel drive would have handled quite capably. But uh, this one's a little softer than the previous one, so... Um, but it looks good now. Yeah, it's tough now. Yeah, good. 
so it's a new project maybe maybe the next episode will be on uh brewing coffee in the wilderness yeah <laughs> yeah we we brewed with uh a metho stove oh, yep. and a Paulix grinder and an aeropress and did it work amazing yeah amazing yeah. like awesome we had so much great coffee and it's like easy simple hundred bucks worth of equipment awesome cool. unbelievable yeah all that note you've been listening to <laughs> a marvel street podcast <laughs> grind wisely cup honestly brew with confidence <laughs> see you guys see ya